Do you hear a voice when you read? Yeah, or do you visualize? Right. So you can hear that in your ears, but there's no sound. Right. So your mind is doing that. That's your inner voice. And you have control over what it says to you when you start working out. Do you think that leads to like, obviously it leads to people quitting early. Like we were talking about like the whole run. Do you think that leads to like addiction? Be like, bro, buy a lottery ticket. No, no, dude. Have another drink. I think, I think Remember that how cool absolutely it is to have a does. Whiskey? Yeah. Ooh. Hey everybody, this is Chris. I'm Ben. And this is the Priority Traffic Podcast. Today we are talking about self-talk and how many different aspects of your life that it affects, what you can do to help maintain it, strengthen it, and even quiet it down. Welcome to the show, everybody. Episode 0067. Boom. Yeah. We Lucky recorded number seven. a second ago. No, lucky number Slevin. So, Slevin? Slevin? It's a movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah sure. Yep. Yeah. Ocean Slevins. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, uh, episode uh, 007-007. 007. We're going to talk about self-talk. Let's get into it. I've been reading a lot about self-talk, trying to understand it. I've, I've overcome negative self-talk, and I'm sure plenty of you guys have dealt with positive self-talk, negative self-talk, and everything in between. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're just, just going to have a conversation about it. Try to understand it, go over my notes on it, and uh, see what happens. Sounds good to me, man. All right, brother. So let's talk about what self-talk is. Do you have any idea what self-talk is? Self-talk, from what I can just throw out there, is the small voice in your head that tells you to do something, not to do something. It's a good idea. You should quit. You should go one more. Maybe you should go buy this candy bar. You're feeling hungry. Like, What is it to you? After reading a lot, it's kind of morphed but prior to doing a bunch of research and mm-hmm. understanding it it was just that audible sound within your head that either supported you or undermined you right or both or maybe it does both at the same time maybe it's that go a little farther wait no 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 so you might be like fighting it and and one thing i think happens is as the stress or as the exertion goes up one of those voices often gets louder it's typically not the one that says, keep going. Yeah. You know, you should keep going, but this hurts like hell. Right. Yeah. Exactly. It's, it's not always that way. Um, but I, I think the inner voice or the voice in your head is a microcosm or part of however you have developed with a mindset. Like your mindset towards X is going to be related to your self-talk, related to that same X. If your mindset towards playing the trombone is like, I can do this, I can learn stuff, I can get better, your self-talk is going to be like, don't worry, you're not, a, you're not a pro, you're a beginner, keep practicing, you're going to get better. Yeah. But if your mindset's like, I suck at everything, I'm really struggling to learn this stupid trombone, and your, your self-talk is going to be like, you're not very good at this, you might as well stop. Yeah. What are you wasting your time for? Go outside, ride your bike. Yeah, that don't makes keep a lot of sense, man. I right? like that. Yeah, it's like, I know I can go and dumbbell snatch all day and go right. about 60 dumbbell snatches. But you want me to do 60 wall balls? I'm probably stopping at 25. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, for sure. In my head, I'm like, dude, you know you're terrible at these. You know these hurt. You know you're just going to get redlined on them. Right. So your it's mindset like, before you even start. Yeah. Like, before you even get to the wall, I go, oh, yeah. man. Like, I looked at the workout and I know I got to do this. Yeah. And yeah. No. 
you're peeping the whiteboard early. You're like, what's going on today? Yeah. If I see dumbbell snatch, I go, oh, I'm going to handle this one. You know right. what I mean? And you see wall balls. God damn. Right. Uh, so yeah, the self-talk really starts to show up in your head. And I think we've had it for a long time. Likely we've had it since we developed speech and we understood it. I yeah. don't know what the, the scientific um, literature says about that. So feel free to fact check me. I'm probably going to get it wrong. But I'm pretty sure we've had it as long as we've had language and we can understand talking like the verbal English or whatever. I mean, even at a younger age, I think self-talk would probably be thrown at curiosity or like babies walk around like play stuff. Like, what is this? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, for sure. So Something going on there. So if you're curious, maybe it's it's maybe whatever you're experiencing based on, you know, whatever you've taken in is going to be related to your self-talk. Mm. And I think self-talk is something we can improve on. Oh, yeah. Right? If think, it's not good, you can get better at it. Yes. And get better in an aspect of when it's doubting you and you're doubting yourself, you can go and find a way to combat that. And a lot of the times combating that is just trying to shut it off and prove it wrong. When mm-hmm. when you're running uh, three miles, maybe you're doing a 5K and you're 12 minutes in, right. and you know, it's going to be like a 20, 22 minute run. Sure. 12 minutes and you're like, man, I'm halfway there. I'm smoked. Like maybe like, uh, is my hamstring tight? You know, like maybe I, I might get injured if I keep on running. Like, no, I know. Like I've done this before. Mm-hmm. I know it sucks. I'm going to work through this. Yeah, I'm going to work through this. I'm going to race. I'm not going to stop. Mm-hmm. And uh, you talk yourself through it and you make it yourself through it. And maybe next time it's like a little quieter. Sure. Or it it's might more, not be gone. Maybe it's supportive. Yeah. Or like, right. oh, well, I know I've been here before. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, how, how do you push yourself when you're looking at the ladder? Somebody got the ladder truck all the way up 110 feet. You're yeah. looking at you. I ain't going. Oh, you guys want to go and climb up here? Yeah, that's fun, dude. Like, I love heights. <laughs> you know? Like, I hate heights. Yeah. And uh, when I looked at it, it was like, you know what? When I was in Fire Can, I go, if I want to do this job, I know people do this all the time. Dude. You know, like, maybe not a lot of the smaller departments that don't really have high rises, but there's departments that go and they climb ladders every single day. Sure. And I go, if I need to do this job, I'm going to be good at it. Yeah. You got to tackle this. And so I'm like, hey, man, this is where the uh, rubber meets the road. There you go. Keep climbing one step at a time. Once you get up Ooh. there, you're like, this is not bad. You start climbing down and you're happy when you get down. I, I've had experiences similar to that. And my experience coming into the fire service, obviously before being in the fire service, I was nervous about claustrophobia because mm. I suffered from being in confined spaces, being held down and not being able to move. And so that was a big block for me that I had to work on. Yeah. And my self-talk was if I was pinned down and somebody was holding me down, like my dad used to hold me down and tickle me. Like, Ooh, ooh that screwed me up. Really yeah. Bad. Trauma. <laughs> big time. So I would get, I would be nervous about having to like at the fire academy, crawl through the tubes that were super confined or get untangled in the confined space tanglement thing. Yep. And I would like be so nervous about that. And I spent time in my SCBA. I spent time with my mask on. I started addressing that a little bit at a time, kind of like exposure, you know, just a little bit of exposure all the time. Yeah. And now it's to the point where I know absolutely the safest place to be if I need my SCBA on and my mask on is in my mask. So I know I I tell myself, my self-talk walks me through this is the safest place to be is with that mask sealed on your face, no matter what happens, if you pass out. And I know there's extenuating circumstances with 
emergencies and maydays and high stress levels and stuff. Things get weird when stress goes through the roof. But I know that my self-talk has got me to the place where I feel so comfortable in my SCBA that it's not coming off. I'm not concerned about being constricted. Granted, I've never been in a position where in real life I've been stuck to the point where my life is at risk or I'm so confined that, yeah, exactly. Knock on wood that that doesn't happen. Right. But I haven't been tested in the field that way. But I know that the, the work I've done today is going to help me get through that position. I'm going to close my eyes. I'm going to breathe. Yeah. And I'm just going to wait. And I mean, if something's squishing my legs and my legs are broke, there's so many things that can change my plan yes. going into that. Right. Um, but you're better than where you were walking in the situation. Absolutely. So with exposure to maybe not what you fear, but what you know is a factor that can limit your success in a fire something you're super uncomfortable with yeah uh, that's for so me that's, just exposure is what you did yep. personally okay yeah. that's just, a lot like what i did with heights like, sure i know to this day my dad uh like if you were to go take him to cedar point he has to hop on that trolley man it might be only be 20 feet up in the air right he's uncomfortable <laughs> you know he's not a happy man yeah. and i kind of follow suit with that man i do not like heights but i've climbed enough ladders and i like just took it to the chin so many times doesn't really bother me. Does right. it? Do I see it as a daunting task every single time? Yeah. But it's a task you got to do. Right. And you are only as good as your weakest link in your own body. And if your weakest link's your mind in this one task, right. you're not reliable. And then you got that voice in the back of your head saying, you're going to fall off this thing. You yeah. fell off last time or you're going to fall off again because you're just not confident. Like that, that little nagging voice mm-hmm. is, is always going to be Making you biased to non-action. Oh, yeah. Right? Uh, I, I 100% agree. Uh, that is, that I think having a, a understanding of self-talk and ways to build more positive self-talk is, is really important. And, and most people, it's kind of like a sports psychology thing that a lot of people and firefighters aren't really talking about, I would imagine. Unless you're talking with a sports performance psychologist or someone who's hopefully a performance coach. Yeah. Like those are things that people at the pinnacle start addressing when they need to, to get minutia better Yeah, because it's right. for a contract or for it's for a position on the basketball. Team. Yeah. You can be the number one in the world. Right. Number yeah. one draft pick versus second round. I don't think, I think self-talk is overlooked across the board in every different occupation. Sure. And uh, it's one of those things that you really can when you see the people that are extraordinary at what they do, mm-hmm. they talk about this a lot. Yeah. And they talk about how they overcome the self-talk. Mm-hmm. And some people have it worse than others. Some people have like this little demon in their head that right. just tears at them every single day and like nothing they do is right. Right. They see zero accomplishments. Mm-hmm. Well, if that's the case, man. It's like more than ever, it's time to do something about yeah. it. How you do, know, how do we stop that? you're going to combat this thing mm-hmm. tooth and nail trying to just get a win. Right. Because you need to. Yeah. You know? And uh, so you have this demon in your head. And sometimes it's just that. Whether you're going for a run, whether you're stuck in a tube, whether you're got to climb a ladder. But self-talk is always there. And it's Maybe always, you're dieting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The bag of chips. Look at those Frito-Lays, <laughs> man. Salt and vinegar. Ooh, you love salt and vinegar. That's your weakness. Yeah, like three of them is not going to hurt. Right. It's impossible to only have three chips. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like I don't buy chips at home, dude, but we don't we'll, have them. We'll get them at the fire station. I look at them. Like, so I left them on the table. 
The bag's open. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to open the bag, but the bag's open. <laughs> What's I, a couple going <laughs> to, not going to hurt? <laughs> that dude, that is such a real, real thing in the fire service. Like every day it's like, I don't want to eat this crappy food, but it shows up and it's like, I'm going to have a little bit of this cake. I don't care. I, I, it is what it is. Yeah. Pie. I'm working. I get paid to have pie. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> No, we had a really cool thing going during COVID, man, yeah. where uh, our uh, safety train officer, he'd stop by the station and drop off like a fruit bowl every single mm-hmm. day. And it got to the point where- oh, I love he, a good fruit bowl. Dude, a good fruit bowl, hard to beat. All day long, just snacking on it, tossing a little bowl, kill it. But so he did it for like two months and it got to a point where when he quit doing it, people mm-hmm. like, hey, when are you going to drop that off? Right. We you haven't know? seen the fruit in a while. Yeah, yeah. Fruit's expensive. We like fruit. <laughs> But then people, instead of going and uh, spending an extra 12 bucks a day on right. fruit, they're going to spend $3 on a bag of chips and be like, we're good. We'll get three bags of chips. $9. Right. Buy three bucks. Free. Yeah. <sighs> chips are good, though. I think a nice... So we get donuts. Mm. I, I love a donut. I, will, I am not opposed to eating a donut. I'm super... Uh, balanced when it comes to allowing myself to do things and being strict. I'm not dieting. I'm not trying to be a physique model. Yeah. I understand that a little bit higher body fat percentage is an ideal, but I'm not to the point where like my belly is hanging over my belt line. Yes. So that being said, I would prefer a veggie tray and a fruit tray all day long over donuts. Mm-hmm. But I like donuts. I can't help it. Yeah. Like that blueberry cake donut. donut. Oh, dude. The one with the nuts. I don't even know. That's the good one. That's pretty good. Dip like it in that. your coffee. Let's yeah. go. Oh, you've never dunked a donut nah, in coffee? Man. My grandpa, he is uh he's a unique individual. We'll go to the Holly Donut Shop. Oh, it's yeah. been there for like nine hundred years, awesome you know. Place. Real OG place. Long and, John's. Yeah. So when he comes into town, he lives down in Arizona, he'll get a plain donut and a black coffee. He just dips his donut in his coffee. I go, yeah, that's a man of my uh my yeah. life. I go, you're a different man. I go get like two long johns and a nice coffee. Right. <laughs> splits wood with his bare hands yeah now the dude's got some <laughs> some got some beaters. paws yeah <laughs> that's amazing oh gosh but yeah fruit baskets and uh not even a fruit, fruit basket, basket. <laughs> a uh you know a, a fruit, fruit tray a fruit tray and a veggie tray i think that's an awesome gift to give to your your stations and, yeah. and maybe your culture ain't there yet maybe they're like we love donuts don't take our donuts away well i think if you put food in front of firemen they'll eat it yeah. Really do you get a whole pan of mashed potatoes at one point in the day? Sixty percent of the guys at station are going to get a bowl of mashed potatoes. Absolutely, I, I really truly believe that, man. Like, if you leave something out, we'll go and make breakfast and leave out like hash browns. Sure, it'd be a cold hash brown. It'd be like four o'clock. We go made on. it at nine a.m. You'll see somebody walk around with it. I'm like, yeah. dude, I think it was old. That, yeah. that is <laughs> yeah. legit, and that happens. I think more often than we imagine. We're creatures of habit, mm-hmm. for sure. So there's there's a couple kinds of self-talk when it comes to like considering what you're going to tell yourself. Like don't eat that food, it's bad for you. You're on a diet, you've done so good. You know, there's constructive and then there's destructive. Okay. Right? Or dysfunctional. Right? Mm. So dysfunctional self-talk so is three types. Constructive, destructive, dysfunctional, those go hand in hand. I think d- dysfunctional and destructive are the same. Yeah, sounds like constructive yeah. is going to be the kind that's supporting, helpful encouraging and yeah. it's going to suggest that you continue on the the right path yeah that's doing the shoulder that has a halo and the other one is the sitting up with the spear i mean literally that's 
like the idea behind self-talk. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. It's a balance between the, the good part and the bad part. That's how I see it. Yeah. And then one of those two has a primary drive, right? One of those two is going to win the battle. And I think it's contextual. Um, if for you fitness, and I guess it's all relative, but your fitness battles, you can likely push farther and deeper into a harder workout than most people. Mm-hmm. And at some point it's going to switch over to that, that negative one. Or yeah. Hopefully the workout's close to being over like lap three on that, that mile test mile. Yeah. Right? Lap three is the hardest lap four is the home stretch. So lap four is easy. Yeah. Um, but if you're not good at running, let's say, then your self-talk's probably going to be negative from the get-go. From the get-go. Yeah. Like this is going to suck the whole time. And then, all four laps are really going to blow. Yeah. You could have skipped this workout, bro. Right. This is all running. I know. This isn't you. You're not built to run. Yeah. 200 pounds. Come on. Right. Your ankles are blown out. Mountain Dew. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. It. Yeah. Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, the dis- dysfunctional self-talk, it, it tells a story where you are the weak person, okay. where you're helpless, where you're passive. There's nothing you can do. It's just, it's undermining everything that you want to do. Where the constructive, it, it, it allows us to see ourselves as someone who can accomplish something. It, it's the guy who you can take one more step. You mm-hmm. can do one more rep. You can handle another meal without having to, to cheat or to fall off the wagon. I think it's important not to, to get too far into the weeds with the future, right? Like we don't want to ruminate and dwell on the past, but we don't want to get too far ahead of ourselves. Yeah. This is a six month goal. Right. Yeah. Let's not worry about week 10's run. Mm -hmm. Like, oh my gosh, it's, it's a seven mile run. If we're, our goal is a half marathon. Yeah. 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 You're still on week two. Like you need to get this two mile run and just finish it. Yeah. Don't worry about the future so much. We're practicing on tying our shoes. Yeah. Yeah. We're still putting our shoes on. Right. Yeah. You're, and you're, you're worried about week seven. Yeah. You got to come back. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So that that positive self-talk is really going to encourage us. It's going to be like a coach in our head. It's going to be our best friend. It's and 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 we really have a lot of say in what our 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 self-talk is. Now, do you think that positive self-talk comes from? Because I think generally you're going to have a negative voice in your head whenever you do anything uncomfortable. But does that positive self-talk? Positive self-talk arise from having this goal in mind and like why you want to reach this goal, like building the reasons to where you want to be somewhere, whether you want to do a half marathon. Like, I I just want, I want the medal. I've never done a half marathon. It's been on my bucket list. Like this is something I really want to do. Mm -hmm. You think that positive self-talk kind of builds up at that time? You still have to like, yeah, you're going to have it grow throughout the training process, Mm -hmm. but does it give it a advantage in the get-go of and just going out and running be like one day i'll be able to do a half marathon yeah that's a really good question and i think the more you develop your why the more you look at understanding why you want to do something your values and beliefs towards that goal and how well you've established the 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 connection to that goal is really important and i think that is going to determine your mindset, and then that's going to lead to your positive self-talk. And typically that, I would imagine, not to say typically, but that self-talk is going to go in waves where some Mm -hmm. days it's not going to be fantastic and you have to monitor that. But some days it's going to be good. But when it's good, just remember that it's probably not going to be amazing all the time. Yeah. Do you know anything about David Goggins? 
I don't. And I think that's a really, really good uh, person to set as an example. And we should look into him um, in the next podcast. I think we should talk about him soon. Raise my hand. Oh, that's a hand yeah, raise. Yeah, yeah. Hand raise. Hey, you in the back. Go ahead. David Goggins is somebody that his, his story is incredible. And don't fact check me on every. I'm was found himself 300 and some odd pounds. He was a exterminator mm-hmm. and all he wanted to do was do something extraordinary. Mm-hmm. Decided to go into buds. Yeah. Be a Navy seal. Yeah. They said he had to lose a hundred pounds. He said he went to go. He's like, I want to go run. He went to go run a mile. He goes, or run three miles or something. He goes, I made it around the block. And I was dead. And I just walked back to the house. <laughs> he goes, went back to my job. I hated my job. And uh, fast forward, this guy goes through buds like two or three times, makes it through, becomes a Navy SEAL. Yeah, I think he does it three times. Yeah. So, Passes the third time. Yeah. Because just injuries and whatnot. You get rolled back all yeah, the time. Yeah. Very common in buds. Just, yeah, excruciating, right? Tough, tough, tough thing. Yes. Mental, mental strain at its peak is buds. Right. 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 So he gets rolled back two or three times. He finally makes it through. Mm-hmm. He sees himself through a Navy SEAL career, becomes an Army Ranger, quits being an Army Ranger, comes out in the civilian life, becomes a smoke jumper, which if you're in the fire field, you know what that is. You jump out of airplanes, go into the wildfires, you do some hard work. Yeah, for sure. On top of all that, this guy runs ultra marathons. Mm-hmm. He is a mental mindset genius. Yeah, connoisseur. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And he goes, like some of his famous quotes are like, man, sometimes like I sit there and like, look at my shoes. Like, motherfucker, I need to get those shoes on. You know, like that it's like one step at a time. He goes, I don't want to put those bitch. shoes on. Yeah. But I got to get those shoes on and keep, get out of this run. And yeah, you listen to his videos and sometimes I'm just not feeling like I, maybe I had a long day at work. I'm feeling bad for myself. Sure. I'll go watch a video on YouTube. I look at it. I go, it's time to go. Do you ever hear him yelling at you in your head? I wish I'd be way better if I did. You could. I know. I wish I, Work on that. Yeah. Yeah. Make make David Goggins your mental voice. Yeah. When you start wanting to quit, he's going to say whatever he says. And WWDG. What would David Goggins do? Dude, let's go. Woo-hoo. Well, I think that's a really, really good chat. And uh, the, the introduction to A, David Goggins, but B, positive self-talk. Yeah. Right? So do your best to, to improve your self-talk. Pay attention to it. Um, see how it's going for you. And if it's not working, maybe uh, send it on a Google and we'll post some resources in the show notes. And uh, I'm Chris. I'm Ben. Thanks for listening to Traffic Podcast, Priority Traffic Podcast. Uh, thanks a lot. We're out. See ya.